being a CEO, it means being a leader and a decision maker. Some like a big paradigm shift I had was when, you know, years back, I did start hiring and bringing some junior writers on board and getting an assistant and whatnot. I realized like, you know, my workload wasn't necessarily, you know, like drastically reduced It more so like changed in a way. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Carmine Mastro Piero of Mastro Commerce. Commerce. Carmine, it's awesome to have you on the show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Carmine so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Carmine is the founder of Mastro Commerce, a marketing agency that helps businesses grow through content and copywriting. He's worked with Dan Loke, Neil Patel, Marketo, GoDaddy, and many, many others. Carmine, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? Where did you get started with all the awesome work you're doing? Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, just like you and probably a lot of people listening, goes back to childhood. You know, I was the kid selling uh, trading cards and doing lemonade stands. I was always hustling and making money. And I didn't know what to call it business or entrepreneurship at that age, but I loved it. And I was doing it all the time. So I think it really started there. And that's where I got my entrepreneurial spirit from. And then I was always good with tech and computers and things like that. So by the time I got to high school, I was learning how to do freelance web design and writing and all these little things. And by no means was it a full-time income or thing, but it kind of showed me that business has potential. I can make money online and it's a real thing. And I just really loved it. So then by the time I was getting into about college, that's when I started to take freelance writing very seriously. I was learning about affiliate marketing, e-commerce, just kind of throwing the, you know, everything out the wall, seeing what sticks. And then freelance copywriting was a thing that I just loved. And so I kind of doubled down on that. I started building you know, my website, doing social media, learning about funnels, email, the whole thing. And I kind of just doubled down on that. It was my greatest skill is what I love the most. And, you know, even though I still was doing websites and things like that, it was what I was uh, pretty much like the most well-known for with my clients was the content and copywriting side. So then when I doubled down on that, it led to just so many opportunities. I was getting good referrals, networking. Like you said, I went on to write for Neil Patel, Marketo, GoDaddy, all these really big businesses, do a lot of um, C-suite Forbes ghostwriting as well. But, you know, once again, it kind of just started as that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, you know, as a child. And then I just really fully invested into it. I went to school for business, but then I think really just freelancing and doubling down on that one skill is really kind of what it took me to the next level and where I'm at today. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think so many times, um, and I appreciate you for sharing that because I think so many times uh, we think that, you know, an overnight success, uh, they say the secret to the over overnight success is it takes 10 years. And yes. I think so many times, like getting the opportunity to hear how you experimented and worked in different aspects, and then you found your place. I think so many times we think that, you know, people wake up and then they automatically sometimes zone in on one, but especially in a place like digital marketing, and there's so much going on, being able to kind of experiment, find out what your place is, and then really kind of I guess lean forward in your calling is huge. For sure. Yeah. And marketing and everything we do changes really fast. So got to stay on your toes and keep learning and whatnot. And I love the saying, um, it takes 20 years to become an overnight success yes. or uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. I love right. that stuff because I think that's one of my major keys to success in anything is just, you know, put in the time every single day, every single week. And, you know, you can work really hard, enjoy the flexibility of being an entrepreneur, but you got to put in the hours. And if you do that over months, over years, 
and you just love what you do, that's when it really comes into fruition. And at first, especially if you're new, you're not going to really see the results and the money you want. But if you really just master it and you learn that patience and that hard work, it just takes you so far. Yeah, absolutely. And I almost believe like, you know, you hear quotes that say that, uh, you know, you don't have to be passionate about what you do. But if you are passionate, it's going to give you a leg up because of the work, the consistency, the not seeing the fruits of your labor initially all the time. Sometimes you need that passion to kind of keep you and fuel you towards that that goal that we have. 100%. And like with me, like I was doing, you know, um, you know, web design, all these different services, but really, I loved writing the most. And that's why I kind of pivoted to it and just focused on it the most. And I'm sure most people listening are familiar with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, the, the founder of VaynerMedia. And I love his kind of idea that if you love it, you'll put in the hours. But, you know, some people just love business and that's really good. But if you can really niche down on a specific skill or service, product, industry, something like that, and you just really love it, you're really passionate about it, then you're just going to happily put in the work every day and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it speaks to kind of an abundance mindset where you don't have to choose either or you get to choose both. And if you're passionate about something and you love doing it and they both kind of align, then you really get the opportunity to kind of niche down in a phenomenal um, place. And, and so I wanted to hear a little bit more about where you niche down. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you do and how you serve the clients you work with? Yeah, for sure. I'd say there's about three like major pillars for what I do for clients in particular. One side, you have direct response copywriting. So that's going to be writing sales pages, sales letters, ads, pretty much something where the consumer is responding to it directly. And we're going to be measuring conversions, leads, revenue. And that's kind of like one of the main services I focus on. I've really niched down on. Another big thing that I love doing for my clients is SEO content writing, where essentially I'm going to be creating them blog content that targets very specific topics and keywords that brings their buyer persona, their target audience to the website. And then I'll help them align that with the funnel. So I'll create lead magnets for them. Or if they already have those, you know, maybe like free templates, eBooks, cheat sheets, things like that will essentially bring traffic to their blog, to their website, have people opt in for that lead magnet. And then it can actually convert into marketing qualified leads. So normally I'll do like monthly retainers for X amount of content per month and lead magnets and whatnot. And then the third thing I love doing, and I, I tend to mix it in, especially in the back end, once I'm working with a client is marketing consulting. And, you know, it's kind of like a catch-all term. So how I like to think about it is like strategy consulting and just kind of like tailoring it bespoke to each project. Because if I work with somebody and then in the back end, the funnel isn't looking too good, I have a lot of experience with that. So then I can go ahead and fix that. Maybe they need some help with email marketing. I'm really good with that. Outbound sales, lead gen. So like my main services in the front really are the copywriting and content writing. But then the consulting in the back end really helps me kind of just add in extra little details and, and help the clients out. But it's those three main pillars. And as well, outside of the services, I've been getting into course development and creating, you know, cool digital products. I have free courses that teach people how to do good copywriting, how to be a better marketer. I have paid courses that kind of take those things to the next level. But right now it's been mostly, mostly on the service side. And then I've been kind of dabbling in the digital product development lately. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And it kind of gives those different, um, you know, pieces and, and how people learn as well, too, and having those digital, um, those digital goods, so to speak, that you have, but of course, that expertise that you kind of, um, you have as well. And I almost feel like, um, so many times, and I don't know if you would feel the exact same way, content is always good, but content with the strategy takes it to another level. So I feel like you being able to have that experience and the, the consulting hat that you may not be using on a specific client, but you're probably unconsciously using is definitely beneficial because it helps you to not only create that content, create that opportunity, but take it a step further as far as helping them to get to their goals. Oh, for sure. Because I think there's a big difference between just kind of any content marketing and content marketing that actually really moves the needle and, and generates a good ROI. And that really comes from understanding the funnel. You know, I've worked with a lot of big businesses, even ones that are venture backed. And I was always super surprised to see that they don't have a really good funnel fleshed out. 
And that's what makes content marketing and content writing in particular really succeed is having that top of the funnel. So pretty much attracting a really wide audience with your blog posts, your social media copy, email, and so on. And then somewhere in the middle, you need to segment all those people and find out who's more serious. And that's where your lead magnets, maybe it's, you know, the eBooks I said, cheat sheets, gonna be case studies too, white papers, depends on your buyer persona. And then once you have those people in your CRM and your email marketing, that's when you can start hitting them with the free consultations, the demos, trials, and really closing them. So the funnel is so, so important, but also with content marketing, SEO is huge. You know, if you're producing any kind of content, you need to learn keyword research. You need to learn how to on-page SEO your content. That's free traffic. You know, it takes a little bit of your time, but SEO is such an amazing skill. And then you can essentially blueprint that for all your blog posts. You know exactly how to do your keywords, where to place them, you know, the word count for each piece and X, Y, Z. And then when you publish it, you're just maximizing kind of the traffic and exposure you can get. And also um, email marketing, so important, kind of plays into the funnel. If you understand content marketing, you're gonna have that top, middle and bottom of the funnel. You have your SEO. And then if you have the email sequences set up in the back end to essentially let that funnel just go on autopilot, then you're gonna have really good and effective content marketing that actually generates ROI and moves the needle because a lot of it doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And the quicker that you're able to kind of understand what does and what doesn't allows you to put the resources in the, in the correct way and in the correct fashion and double down in the correct fashion that you want to. So absolutely appreciate that. And so I want to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And you might have already touched on this, but this is what you feel kind of sets you or your organization apart and, and makes you unique and, 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 and kind of cut through the noise. For sure. Yeah. So essentially, like the business itself, it's a marketing agency, like Mastro Commerce is my DBA, but I do it through my personal brand, which is just me, my name, my face. And I've been, you know, kind of surprised, but in a way not surprised how amazingly that's worked because when I'm working with founders, CEOs, CMOs in these big companies, um, they're always really interested in just working with one person that can do a really good job. They can outsource to you and they can have a real relationship to you. So I, you know, I think my personal branding has been a huge asset for me. It's really paid off. And it also just lets me kind of be one-on-one -on -one with all my clients and develop a real friendship and organic relationship. And I love that because we just end up on the same wavelength. We have really long-term engagements. We find other ways to kind of grow and help each other. And I think just having that personal brand nowadays, especially with everything being digital, it's something we kind of miss, like that human touch, especially with a lot of places. You can't go to networking events. You can't go to conferences. So if you can have that personal touch, that personal connection online in some way, I think it's amazing. And it has a huge ROI. So I think right now the personal branding aspect is probably like a big part of my kind of the business as a whole, the secret sauce, um, but also... When it comes to the actual services itself, if we're talking about content writing, we we're just mentioning, I think having a system, you know, if you can learn to outline every single blog post before you write it, uh, proper keyword research, templatize your uh, on-page SEO, that's huge. That's going to save you so much time, generate more results. And also when it comes to the copywriting side, frankly, if you read any of the kind of old school David Ogilvy kind of copywriting books, you're going to learn 80% of it. So if you're a marketing director, if you're in B2B, and you, even if you're not writing the copy yourself, but if you manage copywriters, educate yourself about the fundamentals of copy. It's going to change how you write copy, but also how you manage it and edit it, edit it with your team. So I think that's kind of some of the major keys of success in, in my agency right now that I'd love to share with people. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, one thing I love doing, it's actually a habit I learned from Getting Things Done by David Allen. If you want to learn how to be a productivity beast, you have to go read this book. It's amazing. He goes over just all these productivity systems and habits you need to do. But one of the big takeaways from that book that, you know, I read this book probably five plus years ago, and I still do this every single week, and it's called The Weekly Review. 
And there's different ways you can do it. And even in the book, like if you were to take all those systems and things he talks about, he says to kind of, you know, mold it in your own way and have some fun and creativity with it. But what I like doing every single week, um, I used to do it Monday morning, but now I like doing Sunday evening because I kind of, you know, look forward at the next week. And what I do is I look at all the major areas of my life, business, health and fitness, relationships, mindfulness, education, and I just kind of write down progress and things I've learned where I can improve. And I kind of just review every major facet of my life. And I also look at all my goals. I look at all of my projects for my business and I reorganize them. And it's kind of just a time to reflect on everything you achieved that past week, everything you need to do, where you're heading, your goals, your direction. And it just really keeps you mentally on track. I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice could be around copywriting or content, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Yeah, I think um, looking back at it, one of the big things I would have done was definitely hire and delegate sooner because, you know, there's a great book called The E-Myth as well. And, you know, it's so easy to essentially create a job for yourself instead of a business. And I think one of the metrics or the kind of benchmarks was that if you can walk away from the business and it runs itself, then that's a real company. But if you step away and, you know, nothing happens, then you kind of have more of a job than a business. And that's really easy to happen if you're a freelancer or you run an agency because you might be taking on all the client work yourself and is doing it. So I wish earlier on I would have um, hired and delegated and, you know, got more junior writers, more assistants earlier on. It would have saved me a lot of time and energy and headaches. And I would have been able to double down further, like on my marketing efforts and product development and really important stuff. So um, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Carmine, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh, I love that. I think being a CEO, it means being a leader and a decision maker. Some like a big paradigm shift I had was when, you know, years back, I did start hiring and bringing some junior writers on board and getting an assistant and whatnot. I realized like, you know, my workload wasn't necessarily, you know, like drastically reduced It more so like changed in a way. I went from, you know, writing the copy, writing the content, doing things like that to more so having the team do it. And then I'm kind of just like saying, yes, no, you know, we need to revise this, you know, here's a better strategy and more so like leading them in the right direction, but also being a decision maker in terms of realizing you know, what to say yes to, what to say no to. And then that leads the team and kind of reflects and impacts their progress and what they're doing. So I think, yeah, one, it's being a leader and really kind of taking your team and guiding them in the right direction and also being a really good decision maker, just knowing what to say yes to that's going to move the needle and grow the business, but also, you know, knowing what to say no to that's going to slow you down and maybe actually not bring the real progress or growth you're looking for. Nice. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that leadership piece. And, and and like you said so well, like I almost feel like knowing what to say no to, it might be the most valuable thing because you uh, you really can say yes to so many different things, but you want to really want to focus on what you and your team are able to do. And I love how you said that often it's not the number of hours that change, it's just how you're using the hours. And often we become coaches, we become leaders, we become people that are saying, okay, how can you improve this and challenging or, or kind of, you know, giving, a, I guess, a, um, a hug, even a virtual hug, even too, yeah. to those people on our team because you have to start being that so it's not how we're you it's not the number of hours it's just how we're using them so i think that really encapsulates so much yeah it definitely changes over time it's kind of like your mindset and perspective and as you're a business owner if you're a freelancer right now once you start hiring building up that team it's it's a really big paradigm shift but i think it's a cool way to look at it you know start thinking of yourself as more of a decision maker and a leader and i think that just helps run the business so much better 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Karma, I truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about your podcast, your blog, and all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to learn more about me, I have a blog, a YouTube channel, podcast. Gresh was just on actually. And if you want to learn more about copywriting, marketing, all the things I touched on today, carmenmastropiero.com. Best way to kind of see all my content and learn about me. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn if you have any questions, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook group as well if you want to join there and just kind of ask questions about copywriting. But I'll say like if you go to my personal website, you'll find everything about me and all my different resources. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well too. So truly appreciate you again, Carmine, for taking some time out and all the awesome work that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO Podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.